Today we are going to talk about family traditions and I have my sister-in-law, Becca, with me. Uh, we're gonna be making a Dutch apple pie together, but this isn't just any apple pie. This is the apple pie that our mother-in-law has made for decades. I recently asked her exactly how long and she said since her senior year of high school, then she gave me the dates and she said, quote, wow, that's awful, that's over 40 years. I'm Tina, a wife and stay-at-home mom of three boys. Life is full of crazy, and I want to share it with you. I really want to do this podcast, but like you, I don't always have time to sit down and record. So we are going to fold laundry, bake, do all the things together while we talk. I want to talk about our struggles, our victories, what works, what doesn't work, and how our faith plays a part in it all. I'll also be interviewing others who know way more than I do on certain topics. I'm glad you're here to walk through life with me. It's just your basic Dutch apple pie. We're just gonna make a basic crust for it. I do add cinnamon to my pie crust, mm. just because I don't know why you why you wouldn't jazz it up just a little bit, because I don't know, like, why be boring when you could add cinnamon? And then while well, we have our Granny Smith apples, because they're, you know, just your basic tart apple, and then um, it's gonna have like a crumb topping and she just right off the bat told me she doubles it. And after having it, I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I double this? You gotta make sure everybody gets some. Okay, so I'll start with the apples. If you wanna start throwing together the topping and, and the stuff for the filling. And then uh, everybody, you'll be able to find our recipe either in the show notes or on my website, keepingmysanity.com. So I thought while we make this, I thought we could talk about traditions. I found this quote. It said, family traditions reveal what you value enough to repeat and if done with love, build warm, happy associations. I don't know, I kinda, I kinda really liked that because they do, like if you think of traditions, they do kind of have that warm, cozy feeling to them. That's what I would think of a, as a tradition as something that just makes me feel warm and cozy inside and brings just fond memories and, and happy thoughts to mind. Right, and so I always think like, well, holidays, you know, because always. holidays are just packed with yeah. traditions. Yeah, so cre traditions create a bond with those that we love and for children, they provide a piece of their identity. And after thinking about that, I'm like, that totally makes sense because it's cultural, it's, mm -hmm. you know, there are just so many aspects to traditions. So yeah. I, I thought that, wow, yeah, it does kind of tell us who we are. So as, as for me, I feel like most family traditions revolve around food. food. Do you agree? That's exactly where my mind went. When it, as soon as I think of traditions, most of them involve how food makes us happy and brings us comfort. Sometimes too much. Occasionally, <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes we all just need a little bit more sugar in our life. Um, so we already kind of touched on it, but what are some, some things like, what does the word tradition make you think of? How does it make you feel like when you hear that word? 
When I think of tradition, I definitely think of the holidays. I think of happy memories with my mom, whether that's in the kitchen or doing other, mostly Christmas, but I mean some Thanksgiving. I'd say most of my traditions probably that I can stand out in my mind the most deal with the Christmas time. And and they always make me smile. They make me miss home, miss growing up, miss the the years when Christmas was just a fun time and not all of the stress, good stress, but all of the the busyness. And I can just be transported back for a time to, this is what it was like when it was a kid and just the magic of Christmas. It has a different layer as a parent. It does, because now we're the ones that have to make that magic. I have a whole new respect for my mom and all of my magic memories were really labors of love for her. Mm-hmm. But I wanna give those same memories and happy thoughts to my kids. So. You know, when they're older and and grown and gone, they can look back with the same fondness that I do with my mom. I love that. Yeah, I guess I just, I think of like, especially like Christmas, big big family holidays, Christmas, Easter, sometimes Thanksgiving, but there was always just like a whole load of of family and cousins and music and everything. What What are some forms that traditions take for you? Mostly food. Uh, uh, certain songs will, will transport me back in time. Certain smells. There's certain smells that as soon as I smell it, it's, it's Christmas. There's a um, traditional cookie that my, I think my grandma made when she was, or I don't know if it was when she was younger or when my dad was younger, but it's always in, in my mind been kind of a Mearsman family tradition. That's my dad's side of the family. This traditional Belgian cookie luckin and so we have this special luckin iron and we have this recipe <laughs> that I've <laughs> I remember we always use a mixer because it's a pound of butter oh. and half a dozen eggs and two pounds of flour and we were making it one time at my aunt's house my aunt brought out her KitchenAid and the KitchenAid broke and my grandma she had to have been <laughs> in her 80s she just took the bowl and a spoon and just mixed it by hand and we were all just kind of like Grandma's a beast. She's just out there. It killed the KitchenAid. It killed the mixer. And Grandma's just over here cranking it out by hand. But there's a certain smell when that cookie is baking on the iron. And it just, as soon as I smell that, it's Christmas. And it's not Christmas until I smell it. I'm hoping this year that Lexi can help me make them. Because it's a huge, I mean, it's, oh goodness, it must make 10 dozen cookies. Oh wow! And so that's so a you lot can't, of like half the recipe, or you could. But, why would you? <laughs> kind of. Why would you? They freeze really well. Okay. And we dip them in chocolate, and they're delicious. Dipped in coffee. Oh yeah, so good. I think you've had them before. I feel like I have. They're a waffle. Yeah. Like it's a. It looks like a waffle. I feel like we had them last year. You probably did. If you, you didn't share that many though. <laughs> well, that's because there's there's a family in my church I give a, a lot to because they love them. Okay. Um. So I I give them to. Otherwise, they'll sit in my freezer, and then I'll just eat all. 10 dozen of them kind of off topic but it's hard when right after you have all these christmas cookies all in front of you then they're all like oh what's your new year's resolution and you're like oh shoot you know what's a new year's (laughs) resolution just another chance to make a failure in my life oh my goodness there's a positive attitude (laughs) (laughs) but so that that for me is is a huge tradition is just that smell that smell just takes me back and it's like oh yeah like this is this is in the kitchen with my mom I'm hoping Lexi will help me roll them out because that I mean that takes a couple days sometimes if I only have you know half an hour to do it at a time it takes a couple days to you just chill it 
Yeah, um, it can it can chill in the fridge for a couple of days. I'll just wrap it up and then I'll make a a ball and I put it on the cookie iron and you can only make two at a time because the cookie iron only makes two at a time. But they only cook. So you have one though. I have, you have yeah, the iron. I have an yeah. iron. Um, it was a gift from my parents my first merry christmas to kind of continue the tradition oh i love that Um, but it only takes about 60 seconds to make the cookies so i mean it's a quick it's quick bake but it still you know takes a while once you get going there so that's that's really cool that's a tradition that i'm hoping lexi can help me with this year if nothing else, so I don't have to roll out the cookie, roll out all the cookies. Give her the the job that you're not so fond of. Basically, it's basically like rolling Play-Doh. Oh well, then it's and fine. Yeah, so I figure, you know, just let's wash our hands and let's let's roll some Play-Doh. I love that. And then for music, um, oh, is it that you Christmas played music, music or um, listen to music? I mean, we've yeah. we've always, for me, tradition is is a lot of Christmas things. I've always been a big Christmas person. Once. I met Zach and realized he was just as big of a Christmas person as I am. We've continued. Christmas is probably our biggest holiday. So we, we start Christmas music early. We had an early October snow. So, I mean, we broke out the Christmas music. Well, if the stores are playing it. Well, they already got their Christmas decorations out. So there's no reason why I can't play music. Am I, am I doing this right? Just keep mixing it? For the it? crumb? Yeah. I mean, if, even if you want to just like get your hands okay. in there and mix it up, like that'll work too. Because we can always just take a break. And, oh, did you add all the butter? It said a third. Third so cup. That would be five and a third plus five and a third. So ten and, and two thirds. And that's eight. Yeah, I added all of the butter. I didn't, I didn't like. I didn't even, I was like, oh, she measured it out I, for me. I should have. That I'm would have so been smart. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Well, then I was like. Honestly, Wait. like a lot of people, like you put a tab of butter mm-hmm. on your pie first anyway. I don't know why. My grandma always did it. It's a tradition. <laughs> We're coming up on that season, so why hold back now? <laughs> like, let's just kick it off right. <laughs> Increase the butter. Oh That's my goodness. Right. I love it. I love it. It's great. I, yeah. So what are the memories from childhood that you would say are most vivid for you? Most of my memories from growing up um, revolve around Christmas. Uh, we were a military family. So we didn't have have the privilege or the opportunity to celebrate holidays near extended family. We did once or twice, but most of the time it was just our individual family. And so my parents really made Christmas special. I can remember almost every Christmas morning we'd walk down the stairs and my mom would have cups of hot chocolate waiting for us. As we got older, we got coffee and so that was always fun too. Christmas always started as soon as we woke up. And of course it was Christmas, so we always woke up really early. We'd grab our hot chocolate. Before we would go to bed, the stockings would be empty. And then when we woke up, the stockings would be full. And so we would open stockings first thing. And then my dad would read the Christmas story after we opened stockings. We would open one or two gifts, not a lot. Then we would kind of have a leisurely morning. You know, really remember why we were all together and celebrating Christmas. My parents really made it special for us. And that's something I hope to pass on to my kids is just, you know, spending the day together and, and making memories. And some those are some of my best memories from growing up was just time spent together at Christmas and baking all of the cookies and doing all of the things. And Oh, my goodness. Um, I think some of the some of the memories that I have from childhood include we used to have 
um, family friends over mm-hmm. and and everybody would come with a recipe or two of like their favorite Christmas cookie and they would bring the ingredients and it would just be a full day of baking oh. where we would all bake everybody's recipe mm-hmm. together at our house and our island was like full of, you know, just ingredients all over the place and yeah, it was it was really cool. And then, you know, like you're hanging out with your your family friends. So mm-hmm. you're just kind of experiencing things, seeing some of their traditions. And then my mom has, uh, we've always had a record player in mm-hmm. the house. And so she had like several records from her growing up. Cool. So there are like symphonic compositions of, you know, various Christmas numbers, sleigh ride, uh, all that stuff. And then, of course, you know, she's got this other record with Bing Crosby oh, and yes. Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. like all of those mm-hmm. amazing classics. And so those are kind of a lot of a lot of the Christmas songs. And then my brother just loved the Come On, Ring Those Bells mm-hmm. one because then he would accelerate it and then slow it down. <laughs> and then she'd be, I'm on the street, you know, like go really super fast and then go really low. Oh, <laughs> So those are, you know, so that's like a food and a music. And then um, another memory that I have with my mom's side is that we would exchange VHS cassettes with our grandparents who lived in Florida. We loved to be able to see them opening the presents that we had sent for them. And sometimes Grampy might sing or, well, he always did something goofy. So that was, that was really cool as a child to get the cassette in the mail, and then get to watch our grandparents talking to us. I already mentioned how my dad's family, everybody still lived in that area. So it was Christmas Day and everybody was at grandma and grandpa's house and cousins Mm -hmm. everywhere. And then before you know it, we'd be overflowing outside cousins running all over the farm, who knows where. (laughs) And then, yeah, just crazy. And we'd always get... We would get so far into the day, Grandpa would kind of stick around, and then as soon as he was finished eating, he had chores to go do or something, you know, his, his excuse to get out. Oh, here's the bowl for the topping, or for the, or this. Okay. To go in with the apples. Okay, you want me to start Unless slicing Unless you want to slice the apples. Do you I, want to slice them? I, I, don't, I don't mind. You know, them. I'll, I, I don't care what I do. I don't care what I'll you start do. I'm still, with the I'm sugar. still peeling anyway, so it's fine. Okay. As far as, like, food goes, since we're kind of, talking Christmas, Uh, we did, we always did Chinese food on Christmas Eve. And I don't even know, I don't know what started it. I know a lot of people that have a Chinese food tradition on Christmas Eve. And it's, it's always interested me. I don't know how they came up with Chinese food, but you're not the first family that I know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, and then it's, most of it was takeout because we just know, I don't even think we ever tried to do fried rice or Mm -hmm. any of those things. My sister and I, we used to have an assembly line and we still do if if we're together. We have our assembly line for putting together the cream cheese wontons. Oh, fun. Yeah, she always gave me the job of taking the egg wash Mm -hmm. and to seal all the wontons because she didn't like the feel of egg wash. (laughs) And even now, when I have made wontons for our family, it just feels like something's missing. Oh, and my grandma would always make rice pudding at Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter, which is a recipe she got from her mom. And I actually believe like it came from her 
grandma. So that would be my, at least from my great, great grandma, mm -hmm. because in looking up information about rice pudding, it's beyond like great depression era. And so I was like, wow, now that I still make it because it just gives me all those warm, fuzzy feelings. Yeah. I, I don't, I just think it's kind of cool yeah, that it's, really cool. it's such a handed down recipe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are some traditions that Zach wanted to continue with your family? He, he likes to put the, the tree up. I think it's the day after Thanksgiving. Sometimes it's the evening of Thanksgiving, you know, after we've cleaned up the big, the big meal. And then the next day, the kids will help us decorate. And the kids normally get to decorate the basement tree all by themselves. I mean, we, we help, but they get to, you know, put them up wherever they want. And then in the years past, I don't know how it'll work this year, but the kids will go to bed and Zach will sneak a Christmas tree in while they're sleeping. I love when the tree is up, I love to just sit in a chair in the living room with my Bible and my cup of coffee in the morning and I'll turn the tree on so all the lights are on and I just sit there in peace and quiet and I can have my my uh, quiet time and just look at the tree and it just, it makes me happy. So while thinking about traditions, I it, it struck me that traditions are very biblical mm -hmm. And that a lot of the ones in the Bible, they, they have to do with feasts and um, that the people of Israel kept. Mm -hmm. And God knew traditions would have a great impact on remembering him and what he's done. Mm -hmm. And so I even see that, you know, in our family traditions, how it really sticks with us. Mm -hmm. And it just keeps taking us back to that time, that, that moment. Yes, the happy and, and so I love that. I love that God created traditions mm -hmm. i yeah i really like that in studying some of the the feasts in the old testament um just how how much they were supposed to remember all that god had done for them and they were supposed to look back and remember and talk about and share with their children um the book of deuteronomy is filled with just parents teach your children about about the lord and parents teach your children about the traditions and parents teach your children why we do what we do not just you know, follow the tradition, but why you follow that specific tradition. And I, I love that we can continue that, you know, today, even with things that may not, we may not celebrate the same traditions that the Israelites did, but we can still celebrate things as a family and remember how the Lord has, has blessed throughout the year, whether that's just, you know, at Christmas, remembering the year that the Lord gave us, celebrating you know, the birth of, of Jesus so many years ago and just... I think the more time and years that go by, I it just strikes me more and more of what Christmas actually means and what grace really is. I've I, been a Christian for, for a lot of years. And, and so you always, at least I always like, yeah, Christmas is when we celebrate Jesus's birth. But I never really thought about it from Mary's perspective until I was pregnant with my son and he was due the week after Christmas. And so just thinking about, it, it says, and Mary kept these things and pondered them in her heart. And just that really hit me the year that I was pregnant because Mary knew what the angel had told her. We don't know if Mary completely understood everything, but she knew what the angel told her and she knew what, the, what it said in the, in the prophecies in the Old Testament. But just the fact that she's pregnant with this with her son who is also her savior and then she gives birth to her son who is also her savior and and did she you know really look down at him and and realize that one day he would 
he would die for her. And that that got the pregnancy hormones flowing. Let me tell you, because pregnant with a boy on Christmas thinking, did Mary realize her son was going to voluntarily die for her? It sent me overboard more than once. So you and I both, as as you've stated, you know, we both understand the importance of keeping who God is and what he's done as part of our family traditions. Uh, Two years ago, we did the Advent reading um, with uh, the Jesus Storybook Mm -hmm. Bible. Yeah, you told me about that. And then last year, I took your suggestion and um, to read through the book of Luke, Mm -hmm. one chapter a day. Well, we didn't make it. We, oh my goodness, I even, I even put like a candy incentive on the wall. Like uh, the boys had their little Christmas tree cutouts with a piece of candy for each day because I knew, oh, they can't have the candy until we're reading mm-hmm. um, the, the passage in Luke. And so they would ask me, mom, can we have our candy? No, we're going to do that when we read. And then I would still, do you know how long that candy stayed on the wall? <laughs> Months. I like feel like I just took those trees down. I'm like, okay, I give up. Um, no, we've, we've done, we just switched to something yeah. else after Christmas. But um, so last year we, we failed to finish. But I was just wondering, so what are some ways that you've been intentional to keep the Lord in your family traditions? Do you read the Christmas story like your parents so did? So every Christmas morning, we read the Christmas story. I'm personally going to read through Luke again. I didn't do it last year, and I really missed it. I was doing something else in my in my Bible reading, and I just I really missed doing that. So I'm going to do that again this year, and I'm hoping Lexi will read it with me. Well, sit there while I read it out loud to her, because I just I for me that that really was impactful because on I, I believe there's 24 chapters in Luke. And so on Christmas Eve, you're reading, you know, how, how Christ resurrected. So right before you, we, you celebrate his birth, you read how he died for you. And that really hit me. So I'm going to do that again this year. And I'm hoping I can get my daughter to do it with me. Something I've done in the past and I didn't do last year and I really missed it was um, right before Easter, studying all four Gospels concurrently to where you're not reading Matthew 1, 2, 3, 4, and then Mark. Um, the harmony of the Gospels. Yes, thank you. Yeah. The harmony of the Gospels. I'm going to do that again. I don't know if I can get my daughter to sit for that because that's going to be a couple chapters a day. But that's something that I've personally done that puts my mind and my heart where it, I think it needs to be for, for Easter and for celebrating his resurrection. Um, All right, so we went ahead and we threw the pie into the oven. We started at 425, 415 minutes, lowered the temperature to 350 for another 35 to 45. But now see, my oven, I think tends to run a little hot. So I should have checked it closer to 25. I checked it at 30 and pulled it out, but I still think we're gonna gonna be fine eating this. I think it looks delicious. Okay, and I don't think Josh will have a problem eating it, and neither will Zach. Well, thank you everyone for baking along with us. And uh, just a reminder, you can find our family's Dutch apple pie recipe in the show notes or on keepingmysanity.com, and I will talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.